fiance attacked for having a glass of wine while she may have been breastfeeding and for what some thought was her daughter's unruly hair, which even ignited a comb her hair petition. And Mariah Carey, who shared this moment with her twins in an Instagram post, was then criticized by those who thought her son was too old for a pacifier. Model Chrissy Teigen has been called out for holding her baby daughter without appearing to support her head and for going out to dinner shortly after giving birth to her daughter Luna in 2016. Celebrity moms are regularly slammed for their choices, but it doesn't end there. Parenting in the age of social media can often make anyone feel like a target. Is mommy shaming all too real? More examples of parent shaming. 87% of moms say they feel judged for how they parent and raise their kids. Mothers all over are being shamed for their parenting decisions. Mom shaming has become as much a part of parenting as diapering, late night feedings, colic. I mean, it's just something that you grow to expect these days. If you're a parent, you're going to be mom shamed. Erica Suter is a contributing editor of the parenting blog Mom.me. Social media has provided a soapbox for every single person in the world. So they believe that their voice should be heard and it can be heard instantly. And we've seen it time and time again with moms all across the country, whether they're celebrities or everyday moms. Sometimes the shaming goes offline to real-life confrontations. For Julie Kaler, the questioning came in 2016 when she left her three daughters in their minivan within sight while she grabbed some coffee. I saw the police officer walk up to the car and start questioning my children. And I thought nothing of it until my kids started to cry. And at that point, I walked out of uh, the Starbucks and I asked the officer what he was doing. And he turned on me and asked me where I was. Little did the officer know, this Illinois senior public defender knew she hadn't done anything illegal. He accused me of abandoning my children. And I just laughed at him. He had picked on the wrong mother because I actually know my rights and I know that I did not abandon my children. So I laughed at him and I told him, uh, yeah, good luck getting those charges approved because I happen to know what the law is and I did not willfully leave my child in a position of danger. She says the officer filed a complaint against her and she received a visit from Child Welfare Services who then interviewed her children and had a doctor examine them to make sure they hadn't been abused. It was a humiliating and degrading process for me to have to go through, all because I challenged the authority of some police officer who had accused me of abandoning my children. A visit from Child Services services is a horrible thing for a parent and that doesn't necessarily mean you get charged criminally. Illinois, where Kaler lives, is one of 19 states with a law making it illegal to leave children in a car. In that state specifically, someone at least 14 years old must accompany the children <laughs> or like Kaler, keep them in their sight. And fewer states, only three, regulate the age at which children can be left alone unsupervised. Maryland, where Rafi and Deborah Metiv live, is one of them. There, leaving anyone under age eight unsupervised is illegal. Right here, two police cars pull up over here. Rafi and Deborah were walking home from the park in 2015 when the Montgomery County Police gave the kids, then six and 10, a stern warning. It made me feel annoyed and embarrassed. The police reported the parents to Child Protective Services, who threatened to take their kids away. And I said, okay, then, then I'll take my children. 
And I never realized that they won't release my children. Maryland parents are accused of child neglect after allowing their two kids to walk home alone from a park about a mile away. Suddenly, this middle-class suburban family found themselves smack dab in the middle of a national debate about parenting. Even as they were doing things they simply considered normal, running, playing, crossing the street. It's very busy. Their parents trust them, giving them the freedom to make mistakes away from the parental safety net. It's an approach known these days as free-range parenting. To the Medtives, it isn't a new fad, it's an age-old tradition. I'm just parenting the way that I was parented and the way that almost every adult I know was parented. But these days, plenty of people wouldn't dream of letting their kids go out of their sight alone or letting someone else get away with it. We were trying to understand like, what is the reasoning that leads people to perceive so much danger where there actually isn't, statistically speaking. Barbara Sarneka is a researcher at the University of California, Irvine, who studied how people reacted to parents leaving their children unattended and found some inconsistencies. We tend to kind of change our beliefs about reality to match our moral intuition. So if we think that something is immoral, then we start believing that it's dangerous because we have a lot of trouble if those two things conflict. So what has changed seems to be social norms, moral judgments, um, the idea that children should never be left alone and that a parent who leaves a child alone is negligent or abusive. Meanwhile, earlier this year, Utah became the first state to legalize free-range parenting, giving parents the freedom to allow children to engage in independent activities like walking to school, playing outside, or staying at home. Everybody has their own philosophy. Everybody has the books they've read, the whatever they've seen, and thinks they're right. Nightline talked to a group of moms in New York who agreed that many parents are too quick to judge. I think we jump to the extreme instead of like, let's go into the store, see if the mom is there, or if it's the you know kids in the backyard, go knock on the neighbor's door if you're really concerned. Francesca is a mother of three from New York. It's scary, but it's like, you don't know who's gonna judge you on what you're doing. I think just we as human beings, we judge on a constant basis, and then when we're in charge of another human being, it just puts that much more pressure. Pat from Montana says she's even guilty of judging other parents. And I catch myself doing it and I'm like, okay, they're doing the best they can. Pacifier, I've definitely judged on that because we got rid of his young. And they all said they judged themselves most of all. When he's throwing a, a tantrum and I'm like, you know, holding him across the street like a football and he's kicking and screaming, I feel like everybody's staring at me and looking and judging. When I don't know that that's really the, the way it is, I think moms are the biggest critics of themselves. <laughs> I think people really need to consider the fact that being a parent is hard and we don't do it perfectly. No one does it perfectly. And if you see a mom struggling or you see a mom who, you know, you think is making a bad choice, there is a better way of handling it than, you know, harshly criticizing them or calling them names or being cruel. Uh, I can't wait that one. Julie Kaler, that mom from Chicago, told us that no charges were ever pressed against her. And she says there's a simple, old-fashioned solution. If you're worried that there are kids in a car that have been left there too long, how about just talking to them? When did society stop talking to each other? We are all in this together, and the last resort should be calling the police. Hi everyone, George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking out the ABC News YouTube channel. If you'd like to get more videos, show highlights, and watch live event coverage, click on the right over here to subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to download the ABC News app for breaking news alerts. Thanks for watching.